One of the things that stops small business owners from creating marketing content consistently is this feeling of being uninspired, of having no idea what to say in the first place. If you can relate to this, you are in good company. So many of us struggle with knowing what our marketing content should actually be about. But I am here to help. I have come up with 100 prompts that you can use to guide your marketing from your social media posts to your emails to your longer form content. I guarantee that these prompts will get you inspired and that you'll have more ideas than you even know what to do with. You can download this list of 100 marketing prompts for free at makinggoodpodcast.com slash 100 prompts. That's makinggoodpodcast.com slash 100-P-R-O-M-P-T-S. Welcome back to Making Good, the podcast for small businesses who want to make a big impact. I'm your host, Lauren Tilden, and this is episode 129. Can I tell you something? I'm a little bit surprised and a lot delighted that you hit play on today's episode. Why? Because the topic consistency is right there in the episode title. And the truth is consistency is not a topic that people are usually very excited to hear much about. When we think about what consistency really means, it means showing up day in and day out, even when we don't feel like it, and even when we're not seeing quick results. Consistency is about continuing to put the work in now, often without seeing the outcome we want and keeping the faith that it will pay off in the future. And one of the key things about consistency is that simple as it may sound to simply show up and keep doing the thing day after day, it's hard. It is really difficult to stick to something consistently, especially when we're not seeing results in the short term. I know this better than just about anyone. Consistency does not come naturally to me. I would much rather buzz around trying new things that seem exciting than stick with my plan day in and day out, knowing that results are coming later, but not now. In fact, for a lot of my life, anything that required consistency was not something that was really going to happen for me. Practicing piano, tennis lessons, dieting, journaling, whatever it was, if it was something that I didn't love necessarily, but I had to show up for day after day, chances are I was going to last about a week at the most. So why am I talking about this boring, difficult thing that is consistency? Because I really believe it is one of the biggest predictors of finding success in what you're doing, whatever it is that that is. I've seen this play out so many times in my own small business journey and that of many, many of my small business friends and Making Good Happen members. Let me give you a couple of examples. In 2018, I decided that I wanted to get good at watercolor, but every time I picked up my paintbrush, what came out on the paper was not something I liked at all. Instead of throwing in the towel, for some reason, I decided to join the 100 day project. This is a creative challenge where you pick something creative, usually a craft or a creative practice of some kind like writing, and you commit to creating something new each and every day and sharing about it online as you go for 100 days straight. I joined the 100 day project and committed to 100 days of watercolor. In the first few days, it was very difficult to see what I was creating, pretty much hate it, and then have to share it anyway. But toward the end of the project, several months later, I had come so far and genuinely loved what I was creating, a lot of it at least. I shifted the direction of my paper goods business, Good Sheila. Before, it had been mostly hand-lettered goods, and now the hand-lettering and calligraphy takes a backseat to the watercolor. 
Most of my designs these days are all about plant-inspired watercolor paintings. None of this would have been possible without consistency. Another example of consistency is this very podcast. I released the first episode of Making Good in April 2020, and for the first many, many months of releasing episode after episode, week after week, I don't think I broke 500 downloads in a single month. This continued for months and months and months, but then all of a sudden, in January 2021, things really started to pick up. That month, I had over 3,000 downloads, and fast forward to today, this podcast gets thousands of downloads each month and has nearly 90,000 overall downloads. It has led to a whole new revenue stream and part of my business, the membership program that is an extension of this podcast, Making Good Happen. These are just two of many, many examples from my own businesses of how showing up, putting in the work day after day, especially when you're not seeing results right away, can deliver huge wins for you down the road. And today, I would actually consider myself something of an expert in consistency. Seriously, I've come a long way from not being able to write a page in my journal for more than three days in a row. My membership program, Making Good Happen, has a private podcast and I release short and sweet episodes every single weekday, Monday through Friday for that podcast. Since the program started in January, I've released over 150 private podcast episodes for Making Good Happen members. As a recovering quit when it gets difficult kind of person, this is fantastic. And I am genuinely so, so, so proud of this. So in today's episode, as you probably have gathered, we're talking about consistency. And specifically, how to become a more consistent business owner and person in general, so you can see the results you really want to see. My biggest tip for consistency is something that I found to be pretty magical when it comes to consistency, and that is accountability. If you're anything like me, you might drop the ball on your own commitments and plans, but when it comes to other people, you show up. I'm so like this. If I say I'm going to do something for you or submit something to you by a certain date, trust me, I'm going to do it. However, if the only person that knows about the deadline is me, the odds that I actually meet that deadline go down significantly. And because I've learned this about myself, I've built accountability into my business and life just about as much as I can. I use three main types of accountability for my business in particular. First, accountability with peers. This is all about getting in community with other small business owners, committing to goals and tasks, and then checking in with one another to make sure that you're all on track. I also use accountability with audience and customers. I use accountability with my online followers and customers in this way. I often talk about the fact that this podcast comes out on Tuesdays, and so I know that you're expecting it on Tuesdays, and I pull out all the stops to make that happen. In fact, oftentimes when I've released the podcast later in the day on Tuesday, I hear from you about it first. I've built accountability in with my customers in many, many ways as well. For example, I give them an expectation of when they can expect products to ship, Or for making good happen, I've committed to a podcast episode that releases every single day because I know people expect it and I don't want to let them down. I make it happen. And finally, accountability with your team. If you have a team that you work with, even just an assistant or some part-time help, you can use accountability with them. For example, if you know that your team member is waiting for something from you and you're paying them, you're going to have a very good incentive to get them what they need so they can do their job. I've got to throw this in here because I'm so committed to accountability. Making good happen has a built-in way to create accountability with your peers. 
And that is through the community as well as an accountability tracker and deep work sessions where we work on the hard stuff together. If you're interested in joining, head to makinggoodhappen.co for more information. Okay, so when it comes to creating more consistency, I love accountability, but what else? Well, my second consistency tip is a concept called don't break the chain. This is a concept that James Clear writes about in his book, Atomic Habits, which we did a book club episode if you're interested, that will be linked in the show notes. But basically, you pick a habit or an action that you want to do every single day. And then you create some kind of visible tracker or calendar that you display prominently. For every day you accomplish the task, you put an X in the box or fill it in, put a star sticker in there, whatever it is. In the beginning, this isn't that motivating. But imagine that you have 40 days of consistently crossing that thing off your list every single day and you see it on your wall. The idea of breaking that chain is going to be very, very off-putting. We just naturally want that chain, sometimes also called a streak, to keep going. So we do the thing. So if you have a task that you would like to start doing consistently, especially something you want to do every day, create a habit tracker so that you can visibly mark off that task every single day and start to see that chain get longer and longer over time. The break the chain strategy is going to be more effective the easier and less time a task takes to do. Because after you've built up a chain, it just feels easier to do the task than to actively decide to break the chain. Okay, so let's move on to my third tip for improving your consistency. And this is also from Atomic Habits. This one is about making it easy. One of the biggest takeaways from the book is that if there's something you really, really want to make sure gets done, make it easy. This seems so obvious that I feel like you might be rolling your eyes, but this is really worth noodling on. For example, if you want to start creating a habit of writing every single day, don't start by committing to two hours every day right off the bat. Start by committing to 10 minutes a day because that is so much more likely to happen. You can always build up to more, but making the task manageable and easy in the beginning will strongly improve the likelihood that you will actually complete the habit day after day. This also works in reverse. If there's something you want to stop doing consistently, make it hard. For example, if you want to stop checking your phone during your focused work times, you could install an app on the phone that blocks all social media and email. The fourth and final consistency tip I want to share with you today is to reward yourself. Ask yourself, how can I make being consistent with this more enjoyable? There are so many ways to play with this idea of creating rewards as an incentive to do things consistently. One small example for me is that because of parenting duties, I find that some of my work time ends up being the last thing in the evening before I go to sleep. Something that makes this more enjoyable is having a warm beverage right next to me that I can enjoy as I work. Usually for me, this is Pero, which is an all-natural, non-caffeine coffee substitute. Another small example of rewards is the idea of Pomodoros. Pomodoros are a productivity technique where you work in 25-minute increments. Here's how Pomodoros work. So you'll work for 25 minutes, put a timer on, and then after that timer goes off, you'll give yourself five minutes off. This is five minutes where you can go on social media, make a coffee, read a magazine, play a game on your phone, whatever you enjoy doing, you have five minutes reward after every 25 minutes of work. It's actually shocking how well this works. I do this all the time. You could also have larger scale rewards. For example, after I do this product launch, I'm going to treat myself to a massage or after I release 50 blog posts, I'm going to treat myself to a weekend away. 
Think about something that would make you really excited to stick with something and then set that as your reward to motivate you to keep going. So to recap, my four big tips to be more consistent are building in accountability, don't break the chain, make it easy and rewarding yourself. However, I do have one more big thing to say on this topic of consistency, and that is this. We don't have to be 100% consistent with absolutely everything we do all the time. That's just not feasible, given the fact that we have limited time and bandwidth, we have busy lives, and more than that, it's just not a very kind expectation to set up for ourselves. What if, instead of expecting 100% consistency from ourselves in all areas of our lives, we go a little bit easier on ourselves? I want to encourage you to give yourself permission to have selective consistency, as in, choose the things that you are going to pull out all the stops and be consistent with, the things that you know are the most important to your business results and growth. And then for everything else, try to give yourself a break. I call this no matter what consistency, and I only have a few things on my no matter what consistency list. For me, those things are this podcast, episodes come out every Tuesday, the private podcast for making good happen, episodes come out every weekday, Monday through Friday, and other content and programming like trainings for making good happen. Does this mean that these are the only things in my business that I do? No. Does this mean that these are the only things that I do pretty consistently? Also, no, I do a lot of other things very often. But these are the three things that rain or shine, I always make happen because they are my no matter what consistency tasks. And everything else, if I need to slow down and take some space, I let myself do that. So if I were to sum up this episode in a few bullet points, here's what I'd say. Consistency is crucial and almost always necessary to see big results. My number one best tool for consistency is accountability. I also recommend don't break the chain, making it easy and rewards to improve your consistency. And finally, I don't recommend that we all aim for 100% consistency with everything, but instead that we prioritize the most important things for our business growth. And for those things only, we practice no matter what consistency. So that's what I have for you today. How do you feel about consistency? Have I changed your mind at all? What would be on your no matter what consistency list? I would love to hear from you. Message me over on Instagram at Lauren Tilden. That's L-A-U-R-E-N-T-I-L-D-E-N. Okay, so that's what I have for you today. You can find the notes from this episode at makinggoodpodcast.com slash 129. I mentioned my membership program, Making Good Happen, a few times during this episode. If you're interested in learning more about it, you can find out all the details at makinggoodhappen.co. That's .co, not .com. If you enjoyed this episode, I would be so grateful for your support. Here are three ways that you can give back to Making Good. First, I would love for you to leave a rating and review in your favorite podcast player. Second, if you have a friend you think would enjoy the podcast, you can send them the link. And finally, take a screenshot of your podcast player while you're listening to this episode and tag me on social media at Lauren Tilden. I would love to cheer you on. Thank you for being here and for focusing on making a difference with your small business. Talk to you next time.